My name is Gabrielle Bendiner Viani, and it is October 17th. I am here with Denise Catadella, and they call her Rocky. Denise Catadella, and they call her Rocky. Mm -hmm. um, and we're at the Brooklyn Public Library for Intersection Prospect Heights, which is also um, a project called Our Streets, Our Stories, and it's a project of Buscada, PHNDC, and Brooklyn Public Library. Okay. So, can you just say your name one more time? It's Denise Catadella, mm -hmm. and they call me Rocky. Um, and have you lived or worked in Prospect Heights? I've lived in Prospect Heights since the late 80s. I've left the neighborhood a couple of times, but I've always returned. And this time I've, I've been here for about eight years. Yeah, the okay. return. The return <laughs> of the native. <laughs> Actually, I was living on um, Sterling Place between um, 6th and 7th Avenue. Realized I couldn't take the baby carriages and the craziness. So I moved in down here between Washington and Underhill. And two months after I moved in, they opened up a blue marble ice cream with a back room for baby carriages and babies. And I just said, ah, great, wonderful. They're, they're following me. I've learned to cope. <laughs> they clearly like you. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, wait, so when was the first time you moved here? Or when was um, I moved here as a child, bright, no. I moved <laughs> here um, back in the uh, late 80s. Mm -hmm. And I was living on Plaza Street. Um, I was married then. Um, my ex-husband and I had this massive apartment um, in one of these great Gothic pre-war buildings. And we were very, very lucky. Um, it had no view, but it had a lot of space, three bedrooms, two baths, you know, the kind of apartment that goes for about 1.6 these days. Wow. <laughs> we were there and we were renting it for about, um, I think, 1200 a month, <laughs> which was pretty high at that point. Mm -hmm. But um, he was in tech and um, I was, uh, what was I doing at that time? I was getting my master's degree. It was just a really lovely space, and we made friends really easily around here. The park is there. Um, one summer, we both decided not to work. Yes, slackers. And we spent the entire summer on our bikes in the park, and I can't tell you it's one of the most wonderful and memorable experiences I ever had living in Brooklyn because we just were out there every day, you know, finding so many wonderful sites and spaces in Prospect Heights. Um, and in, in Prospect Park, and it was just wonderful. That's a really amazing decision to make. Yeah, right? sometimes, just you know, say, staycation the, yeah. in your neighborhood. Yeah. Enjoy it. Yeah. Um, I think one of the questions you have are one of, you know, what are the spaces that I enjoy mm -hmm. the most? I got to tell you, nothing beats a Brooklyn stoop. Absolutely nothing. And one of my, one of my great distresses uh, right now in terms of the neighborhood is that new people come in, they've lived in apartment buildings, they have no idea how to be neighborly, you know, because they come into their apartments, they open the door, they don't speak to their neighbors, they maybe speak to the doorman or the super. They're not used to having people coming at them. So I'm sitting on a stoop and um, one afternoon and this lady comes out and she's like, can I help you? I'm like, no, I'm just sitting here. She goes, do you live here? I said, you know I don't live here. And she goes, well, I said, it's Brooklyn. It's a stoop. I'm your neighbor. Oh, oh, I said, this will happen. This is how you get to know people, you know? 
Some evening, just come out here and sit down and smile at all the people walking by. Wave to them. I can't tell you how many wonderful conversations I've had with people just sitting on the stoop, just enjoying the setting sun and people coming home, people walking their dogs. Everybody, even if they don't know your name or remember your name, they'll know that there's this neighbor, you know, that's there. And, you know, we form this community. Right. And that's the thing I love about living in Prospect Heights. We're a community. We're changing, though, too rapidly, unfortunately. Yeah. Is there something that you've noticed particularly in terms of that change? Or? Uh, well, I mean, you know, gentrification, that lovely, ugly yes. word, um, which is a double-edged sword. At the same time that you have new people coming in who are more affluent, there also are services that come with them. And you have to say to yourself, okay, great, wonderful, we have more um, access to shops and, and, and subways and everything else, you know, kind of. But at the same time, the people who are coming in um, have to learn how to be part of the community. This has been a mixed community for a very long time. And when I say mixed, I really do mean mixed. Prospect Heights has had a lot of people of different ethnicities and backgrounds who've been here for years and years and years. And we're all like part of the neighborhood and love it. New people coming in, like that lady comes out and says, um, excuse me, can I help you? And it's kind of like, instead of, hi, how are you? It's, excuse me, can I help you? Would you get away from my stoop? I have paid a lot of money for this, and I don't want you sitting in front of it. Or you go to um, playgrounds, and people feel entitled. I'm an African-American woman. A lot of my friends aren't. A lot of my friends have children. I love having kids in my life. I just didn't want them. And occasionally, I will babysit and take a kid out and go to the, to the playground. And what I come across a lot is people saying to me, hi, okay, hi, um, do you take care of children around here? Yeah, that happens. And it's enraging. Yeah. It is. Because, you know, I understand. There are a lot of women of color who are, you know, nannies or caretakers. Not all of us. Right. And don't make that assumption. Right. You know? And it happens a lot. I'm sure. And it's it's one of those things that, you know, made me leave uh, the other end of Sterling Place in Park Slope to come back over to this side. And I, now I'm beginning to experience that again. And I'm and it's it's just unreal. But um, you know, they'll learn. They get burnt enough. <laughs> You know, people will speak up. Like, why? Why would you assume? Mm -hmm. You know, and of course, they'll always. There's always. I have to temper it because I don't want them to. Um, I want them to learn. I want to be. A source of. Understanding, and accessibility, and not necessarily just a pool of rage. Because it's easy to do that, right. and it doesn't help. Not me, not them. Yeah. So I will say, um, no. This is my best friend's child, and I take him out occasionally, and we have a day in the park together. Just like you have a day in the park with your kids. Yeah. You know, this is my godson, right? 
<laughs> you know, so these are the things. What I what I'd like to I see these mega structures now coming that are um, I'm also a real estate agent, which is you know ironic. Um, I see these mega mega structures coming into the neighborhood, and I wonder, okay, you're going to have this massive building. You kind of you're trying to rename the neighborhood, reshape the attitude towards it. You were selling this, this, this idea, an ideal. I hope it fits. I hope it's successful. I'm not sure it always is because you're bumping up against people who are not moving. Because a lot of people, Prospect Heights is a tiny, tiny neighborhood. And people don't leave. People either, you know, they're in these three family houses. And it, of course, because it's Prospect Heights, we have larger lots. So the houses are 20 by 131 instead of 20 by 100. And you can have, you know, a beautiful, spectacular garden and an addition and more space and all of that. So people usually either, you know, have the family there and they rent out two, two apartments or something like that. So they're not leaving. Um, and when things prop up now in Prospect Heights, the number starts with a 2.5. And it's probably going to by the by next year three, yeah, we could possibly see three million dollar properties um, pop up in Prospect Heights. It's entirely possible. I'm sure there might have been even one or two. I don't remember, but yeah. So you know, they're they're the the neighborhood is valuable to a certain extent. Um, it's kind of sad and wonderful at the same time. It's wonderful if you're leaving. It's sad for those of us who've been here for a very long time and know that, you know, the people who are coming in won't have the same kind of or um, similar values. They'll come in and they'll, like I said, they won't want you to sit on their stoop. They paid a lot of money to be here. And they will look around and wonder um, why or how they can change everything that they love about the space and the place in the first place, you know? So that's it. That's great. Thank you very much for talking. You're welcome. Thank you.